2: Are we
3: ready? I guess not. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand.
0: It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Rami, Rami, how long have you been here now?
4: Uh, Going on six months. January 15th, I made my on-air debut. Okay.
0: Judd, welcome. Do you get it now, Rami? Starting to set in. Do you get it? It's Minnesota sports fandom, in a nutshell, last night.
4: I mean, it wasn't just that they didn't get D'Angelo Russell. Look, I knew that there was a chance they wouldn't get... But where the hell...
5: Where
2: in the hell did the Golden State Warriors yeah. come from? Yeah. Where did they that, come from? That, my good friend, is the twist you never see coming. See, I have watching... explained. I have. Ex- I have not explained to you until now how the knife turns.
0: The twist you never see coming is a key part of every Minnesota sports disappointment plot. Have you ever been watching a
4: nature film and like? <laughs> say like a fox is chasing a smaller critter like a hamster or a chipmunk and know you're, where you're going like all you all you're seeing in the frame is fox and chipmunk yeah. the chase is on right and all of a sudden out of nowhere it's not even in frame a hawk just drops down grabs that chipmunk and and makes off with the Foxes' dinner for that night. That's what the Warriors were last night. That's true. That's what happened. It is true. You didn't even know that they were in the picture.
2: You didn't know they were part of the movie. Yes. So are so the question, to go back to what Phil said, are you starting to get it now? It's starting to set in. Okay. Especially with the Timberwolves. Especially okay. with the Wolves.
0: Yeah, they put... The th- let, let, let's frame this up for, for a second. Danny Cunningham's going to join us to talk about what's next for this franchise in about 15 <laughs> minutes or so. But you were staring at two parallel universes... This whole weekend, right? One of them being, you've got D'Angelo Russell in front of you. He's a 23-year-old rising star player. They have a meeting with him.
4: They the, had a f- the meeting first with The first meeting.
0: first meeting. In which they actually had a helicopter ride planned to go around Los Angeles. Which we, later, need, to, which we, to need, to, we need
2: to get to that. We will. Because yeah. I have questions simply about that idea.
0: But you've got D'Angelo Russell. May or may not have been in the helicopter at one point. That was the plan. And he has given you the first meeting, even though the Lakers have him high on their list. Clearly, the Warriors had at some point had interest leading into this. It's not like they just it's not like it just occurred to the Warriors three hours into free agency. Wait, hey guys, you know what? D'Angelo Russell's I didn't even know he was a free agent. He's good at basketball, it's crazy, yes. So, you've got greatest dynasty of all time, greatest franchise of all time. How funny would that be though if on NBA free agent day the Warriors looked around
4: there, you guys heard of this Russell kid? Crazy! <laughs> They're looking through like charts.
1: Right? I just put my glasses on. D'Angelo Russell, he's available, perhaps.
0: Let's go get him. And you're ready to align two 23 year old superstars together. You've this was the, the KG era was. Completely absent after Steph Marbury of that second superstar, and, and you're a ready shooter to put, too. Yes, shot almost forty percent from three point land last year on a, catch and shoots. A modern second mm-hmm. superstar. Yeah, and you're ready to put those guys together for a half decade contractually, and watch the roster building take place around them. And it felt like a done deal. According to I know there's a lot of people out there. Royce is going to come on later today, I'm sure, and tell us we're all idiots. Oh, he does. We're yes. buying in. Yeah, I, I never felt like that. it was
4: a done deal, but. I thought there was a pretty good chance of this happening, and I did not see the Warriors as the
2: team who would pull the rug out from under you. All key parts to being a Minnesota sports
0: fan right there. Yes.
2: You didn't see it coming, and you thought that there was a chance.
0: And the other parallel universe, which is the one that you live in now, Mm -hmm. is not only do you have to repair the relationship with Andrew Wiggins, he is a central key piece to your step forward as a franchise as of today. It's official. Like, you're not... It's not like they're just going to wave a magic wand, I don't think and get rid of that contract now, not after all the moves that went down yesterday. So not only do you have to go back and basically say, "Hey, we're sorry. You can put Minneapolis back on your Instagram profile, which by the way, he scrubbed like references to Minneapolis and the Twin Cities from his this social is gonna media account."
2: Great, I assure you it will go swimmingly. And and
0: we need to ask you to stop taking dumb jump shots and buy into us, even though we just tried to trade you for
2: <laughs> 7. Can we hours. talk about about things though? Including, and this probably uh, takes place more when you're a child, but perceived friendships. Do you know how when you're in like third grade, you ask a guy, do you want to be my best friend or kindergarten? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, sure. And so you're like, go home to mom and dad and say, I got a new best friend. His name's D'Angelo. We are best buddies. I can call him. He's going to come over on Friday night. Meet with us. Sleepover. Sleepover. We're going to play records. We're going to watch cartoons. You guys play records at your sleepovers? I was. I'm old, dude. Oh, okay. 1975.
0: Just don't show your best friend D'Angelo any of your uh, text messages with the side gals. <laughs> That's all right. Exactly. Yeah, he'll out, exactly. He'll out you for sure.
2: And so you're like, Mom and Dad, I got a new best friend, and you're gonna love my best friend. And then like a month in, you're like, D'Angelo, we're best friends, right? And he's like, Well, what? He's, we're best friends, right? And he's like, Well, we're <laughs> friends. I don't know. I mean, I've got a lot of friends. I've got friends in San Francisco. Is it just weird? is this story sound very personal? I've like, got really friends. Hits home I've got for friends all again. in Los Angeles. I've got friends in Brooklyn. And you're like, oh, so we're not as best as best BFFs as I thought. I feel like there's a guy named Carl who might have found out that today or last night.
0: So that's a good segue, because I think there's two schools of of thought and two schools of reporting that we've seen. There's a bunch of credible people trying to do digging on. How did this happen yesterday? How did D'Angelo Russell wind up with the Warriors? I want to know which school of thought you guys belong to. Because school of thought number one is, he was presented with not a financial offer he couldn't refuse, but an offer he couldn't refuse, and that he had a chance to play for one of the greatest franchises and dynasties in American sports history. The Golden State Warriors came in. The money was going to be equal, and he just decided, yeah, hey Carl, we're friends, but we're not that good of friends. I'm going to go play for the Warriors. That's school number one, right? Just like a better place to live, better mm-hmm. place to work, better place to work uh, for, better co-workers, all San those Francisco things, San right? Francisco-based
2: team now, too, by the way. Yep. Need all
0: build. kind of opportunity that he just chose, flat out chose, ah, I want to I play for the Warriors. I want to work there. The second school of thought is that he actually wanted to play for the Timberwolves, that his agency wanted him to play for the Timberwolves, that Carl Anthony Towns is his best friend, and he saw a future together... Rising up the Western Conference standings in the next five years with Carl anthony Towns and Gerson Rosas, and the Wolves couldn't find a way to move the Andrew Wiggins contract. I actually believe, and call me naive, call me a fool if you want to, I actually believe it's number two. I believe the reporting See? behind the credible people that have been doing digging on this, I believe he wanted to play for the Timberwolves and they couldn't move the Andrew Wiggins contract.
4: I don't think, and I saw credible people saying this, not not necessarily with inside knowledge of the situation, but just a general knowledge of the NBA and how these type of talks work, that they would have never even approached him about that meeting, much less gone through with the meeting, unless they had already cleared a path to the salary cap space that was needed to sign him. In other words, there was already something On the table that they had figured out, whether it was Andrew Wiggins or whether it was it was other contracts that they thought they could move and get off the books. I think they walked into that meeting knowing that should that trade go down to get D'Angelo Russell, they had a path to clear that salary cap space.
0: And I I partially agree with you. I think they had two or three different opportunities to move, whether it was Wiggins or a combination of Jeff Teague and whatever else, Gorgie Jang. But nothing is certain on June 30th, July 1st. Things, That's true. Moving Things parts. are changing fast. Like one of the scenarios was F- Phoenix has all this money, right? And Ricky Rubio was initially going to go to Indiana. Well, is it possible that one of the agreements the Wolves had was, hey, Phoenix, we got some, like, if you want Jeff Teague to come over and play some point guard for you, we'll move him and then we'll move another contract over there. That we've got this verbal in place. And all of a sudden the Suns were like, oh, sorry, we're going on Jeff Teague because Ricky Rubio is going to come here for $51 million. So things change so fast. And part of it is too, if you're D'Angelo Russell, yep. and you want a guaranteed max contract, right? Yep. And your options as as everything's moving, bullet fast. Like every there's a hundred players off the board in the first your sound effects. Five minutes, right? Yeah. Everything's moving fast. That's a lot of spittle right there. And you have a guaranteed max contract on the table from the Warriors right now. Or maybe if you wait like another 30 minutes or an hour, the Wolves might be able to clear the Wiggins contract out. But there's no certainties. You can take the certainty, which is Warriors will give you the guarantee. They've got the room right now.
2: I think Golden State's so damn smart. And I think Golden State laid in the weeds while we all talked about Cat recruiting Russell and all of this. That looked fantastic. And I think Golden State's like, okay, and i think they came in late and they said you got a chance here kid to play for the bleepin warriors he's a young guy it's a it, it's a shot at a title immediately it is unfortunately and i don't know if this would go un, under the um in the bucket of curses possibly but unfortunately it's the most timberwolves thing of all time it's just the timberwolves i can't explain it yeah. i mean like like if it had been the suns all right and they came in I think he would have been like, no, no, I got my buddy here and I'm going to go play with him. And yeah, it's not the greatest place to play in the uh, wintertime, but I'm going to go do it. But it's Golden State. Think about that. You got you got knocked off by a team that almost any player is going to jump at the chance to play for. I, I think putting the pieces together is very simple. And sadly, it also comes down to the Wolves being the Wolves. So and
0: you- it's nobody's fault. It just is what happened. So just a quick poll of the room here. So you guys, are you both saying that that they did have a deal in place to move Andrew Wiggins, and it was just I don't D'Angelo know if it Russell? Was, I don't
4: know if it was a deal in place to move Wiggins. Or Teague's contract. I think and... they had something in place. Should they should they have a D'Angelo Russell deal done, I think that they had something in place through some sort of machination mm-hmm. to free up the cap space. I agree with
0: that. And I don't think they could get off the Wiggins contract. Now,
4: you're right that it's possible that things changed, once all the wheels started turning on NBA free agency, and there were a lot of wheels turning on NBA free agency day, something might have changed and somebody might have pulled out whatever that thing was that they had in place to free up that cap space. But I think going into that meeting with D'Angelo Russell, they had a move in place to clear up that cap space. See,
0: if, well, just for fun, just, let's go down the path of, of my narrative that, hey, he wanted to play here, his agency wanted him here, and they just couldn't move the Wiggins contract. If that is true, even when Glenn Taylor makes a genius hire in Gerson Rosas, it looks like a really good hire, maybe a genius hire, he still can't get out of his own way because of the terrible contract that he greenlit with Andrew Wiggins. And that's the Timberwolves. Even like when you put the front office in place that gets the meeting in L.A. with the big free agent over the Lakers, you can't get out of your own way.
2: But think of of this. How many teams could come in there, swoop in, and the player would, would go from being... I like I like what you're doing, and I'll join you. There's very few teams. Golden State is atop that list. You got yeah, beat up. You got sudden. beat out. This this is is you're set to take a job in this town here, and it's a good job. And you're like, this is fantastic. And New York calls you. We'll give you a national job. You're not going to be like, I, I don't know, I am about to take a job in Minneapolis-St. Paul. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a call from Manhattan? Like This is the ultimate mm. you got decked by, the, by a team that until Sunday I don't think anyone had reported knew or had any inkling was coming for that player.
0: Yeah. That player! Now, Mark Stein was on this is from the Dan Patrick show, right Jonathan? Yeah. So yeah. Mark Stein NBA insider had this to say about d'angelo russell and his future with the warriors just listen closely
3: next year their season is going to be so fascinating because basic this is all about the future d'angelo russell doesn't fit there whatsoever this was exactly how you described it they just wanted to make sure that they did not see kevin durant arguably the best player in the league when healthy walk out the door for nothing they got a 23 year old all-star and they will trade him. It's just a matter of when. Do they keep him for a whole season? Mm. Do they do they trade him? Do they even trade him at midseason? But uh, you know, Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson, you might have heard of them. They're a pretty pretty renowned backcourt. Those guys aren't going anywhere. So there really isn't move. There isn't room for for DeAngelo. Obviously, Klay's going to miss the bulk of next season. So in the short term, yes. But this was really about the Warriors protecting themselves for the future. And next season, this first season in this new palace they're they've built in San Francisco, it's really all about setting them up for the future. They've got to they wanna be able in year two to move forward at the level that we've been accustomed to watching them for the last five years. So
0: add that to the classic Minnesota Sports Gut Punch in that the Timberwolves view D'Angelo Russell as their golden ticket to pair a Robin to Carl anthony Towns Batman, that you're in this city where it's almost impossible to find a second superstar, and they couldn't do it for the KG era, and they're this close, and the NBA free agency gods are dangling D'Angelo Russell in front of you. And the Warriors come in, they swoop up D'Angelo, and they basically say, I mean, like... We don't really need him. Yeah, we just like, need
4: him for a few months. Yeah, <laughs> We're just borrowing him. Oh. We're going to borrow this D'Angelo Russell
0: for a season, maybe. Is, is this not the most Wolves thing of Wolves things? It's a very wolves thing. Is there anything like what would have they been tried. what would have been wolvesier? What what layer could you have added to this for it to have been wolvesier? I don't even know if that's possible. The team that I'll bid you was, was a team you
2: didn't see coming and has been a dynasty basically. You thought that you had the in with said player because of your superstar. I don't know. I think that this is as as wolvesy as you can possibly get.
0: Very wolves in. Well, throw in the helicopter ride. The helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Can someone explain to me that that one? Can we let's bring Danny in and get to this when we come back? Okay, because I've got let's a lot read. of a lot of questions here on this one. I get there we'll tell the audience the story of uh the helicopter in Los Angeles and D'Angelo Russell, according to John Krasinski from The Athletic. And what next? Danny Cunningham has been all over this on ScoreNorth.com and raised by wolves. It was a really fun Raised by wolves. Live uh, free agency special last night. If Were you they on when remember, the Russell news broke? That was later nah, in the night. It was huh? later. Okay. Yeah. But uh, you can find Raised by Wolves from earlier today on demand, scorenorth.com, and the scorenorth mobile app. Uh, real quick, I don't know if you guys saw this across Twitter. The Los Angeles Angels just announced yeah. they canceled their game tonight. It is with great sorrow that we report Tyler Skaggs has passed away earlier today in Texas. Wow. Tyler has and always will be an important part of the Angels family. Our thoughts and prayers are with his wife. Carly and his entire family during this devastating time. There's no other details mm. that I've seen, but uh, that's crazy. Well, that's that's a dude who's not very old. Was well, he his twenty 20s, something? And the Angels he just announced pitched, right? He passed away this morning. I he think tw- he was. twenty-seven years old. Oh my gosh! So, well, um, no, we'll see if any more details come up. but that's uh, that's really sad. Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score.
1: Let freedom run this Independence Day at Red, White, and Boom. TC Half Marathon Relay in 5K in Minneapolis on July 4th. Enjoy hot dogs, all-American pops, and a free Summit beer for sign-up information. Visit scorenorth.com. Keyword, Boom.
0: Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. Danny Cunningham. Covers the Wolves and hosts the Raised by Wolves podcast. Also, our daily live video streaming show, Cluster Fun. All of these things you can find on scornorth.com. All right, can we dive into the, the helicopter ride that was reported? Please. Let's do it. We need to do this. Please. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand Let's it Let's explain at all. it. I don't think anybody does. I do. I think I do. Okay. L- like, read it, Let's and, explain I, and I have it. an explanation, I think. Well, There's only one explanation.
2: It, it's just a quick aside in Krasinski's story to today that said in, what, the second paragraph of, of his play-by-play of how this was supposed to go and sort of went? The courting of D'Angelo Russell. The courting, yes, yeah. exactly right. Well put. Thank you. A lavish presentation was planned, including a helicopter ride over the city of Los Angeles. That's it.
0: Did they wind up doing this or no? It, Do you know, was, I don't know. Was planned would seem to indicate that the meeting got blown up in some way. Right.
2: I thought there was a, a picture on Twitter of of them in the copter, but I'm not sure. It might have just been a joke.
0: <laughs> or was it one of those so flyover America things yeah. you see at the Mall of America?
2: But anyway, please explain to me why, why you would take a prospective free agent that you're trying to sign, who's considered, if he does sign, to be a huge part of your team, okay. on a tour of a city... In which he had played, but right. has nothing to do with Minneapolis.
0: It depends on. See, I feel like you're you're asking that question through the prism of old wolves, right? Old wolves would do something ridiculous like, "Hey, it, you're you're competing against the like, Los yes. Angeles Lakers for D'Angelo Russell. Let's let's take him in a helicopter ride and show him the awesome city. Look he could at how be great L A is, is, is." but is the new Wolves regime going to make the weather here better? Well, but here's here's where the new Wolves regime was thinking efficiently. L A traffic is terrible. If you can go from point A to point B in a helicopter, like Where are you Kobe, him? Kobe Bryant took helicopters to or every maybe, home game at Staples Center. Maybe they took him up in the helicopter
4: just to show him how bad traffic is, right? And flew over <laughs> some of the worst neighborhoods in Los Angeles. So he just to make him not want to be. But he there. had to, to remind
5: him. It's not like he had not been in L A before. He was drafted. They're trying to the make first sense of this, Danny. I don't know, man. It, it I an don't an know how to make play. sense of that.
0: It's an efficiency play. It was to avoid traffic. I'm very confused by the entire yeah. thing. Um, but what, okay, what are you on the track of, There's and we kind of were split in this room. I believe uh, one thing, and these two guys believe another thing. Track one would be that D'Angelo Russell was presented with an offer to play, financially equal, but an offer to play for the Golden State Warriors, one of the great franchises and dynasties in American sports history. And when sized up against the Timberwolves, he said, hey, cat, I love you, buddy, but I'm going to go play for the Warriors. Or thought B, which is he actually wanted to play for the Timberwolves And the Timberwolves couldn't find a way to move money. I'm more so thought B. I do think that in
5: the end, he did pick Golden State, obviously, and he had to pick where he wanted to play. But I think that the financial situation wasn't equal in both places. I don't think that the Wolves were able to get to the same number that the Warriors were able to get to. That four years, $117 million contract that he's getting from Golden State. I don't think that that's... I don't think it was equal. I think that if all things would have been equal, we probably would have seen him in Minneapolis as a member of the Wolves. We saw, I believe it was Mark Stein report that this was his top choice. This was where he wanted to be. This was his number one option heading into free agency. And basketball wise, I don't think Golden State's a great fit for him. Like His style of play doesn't match up with Steph Curry. When Klay Thompson comes back, is this guy going to be coming off the bench? Like, What's this going to look like? I don't know. I've got a lot of questions just in terms of a basketball fit from the decision he did make. I think everything in terms of how he would be used, the security of his future, because I don't think he's going to spend all four years of that contract in Golden State. I think that they're going to look at him as an asset that they they can use to get something else once they get healthy again, because that's going to take a little bit of time. But I think that everything else other than the money would have pointed towards Minnesota. Money and winning, which winning does matter, and you would kind of go along for the ride there if you're in Golden State. But I think everything else in terms of playing style, playing with Cat, and and being able to to really be the true number 2 on a team that could be competitive should have outweighed or at least would have outweighed everything had the financial thing not been off.
2: Okay, I'll bite. Okay. I hate biting, but I'll bite. Is there any chance that there is a long play here from the Wolves to get involved in trying to acquire him now at some point, let's say, during the 2019-20 campaign or after that?
0: If they take a helicopter ride around the Golden Gate Bridge, maybe? Maybe. That could be... you going to go up in the helicopter Detroit. again? <laughs> hey, Bob Myers,
5: you, you guys want to get on a helicopter? Way, the Bay Area. I'm out. One <laughs> propeller, above. I ain't going up. Yeah, I'm not... I'm but fine anyway. flying in planes, but oh, sure. I have not been in a helicopter. No. I'm not sure I have a desire to. I
4: don't. Not enough medication to get me on a helicopter. <laughs>
0: Seen too many Bond movies. Yeah. and True Lies, you guys ever seen that? That might have been a plane. I but
5: Clearly
4: have
0: not, not. No, there was
2: a
5: helicopter scene in True Lies, for sure. So, Judd, so to answer your question, they could get involved in that down the road. They could. That's not what their plan was. Their plan was to get him as a free agent. It's not... They didn't come to some secret agreement with the Golden State Warriors. Oh, you guys can have him now. We'll get him later. Like, that's not a thing that happened. That's That would not happen in the NBA. And the price for getting him becomes a little bit more because at that point you have to match salary. And a trade for him at that point probably looks like Jeff Teague and Robert Covington. And Robert Covington's an asset that you don't want to give up. You would rather have to give up draft picks to make this work instead of giving up Robert Covington because he's your second most valuable player right now. I know a lot of people are looking
4: at this and saying, same old Wolves. Sure. But to me, this is not same old wolves. We're judging on the results when you say that. But first of all, there had to be something creative happening to free up the cap space to go and get D'Angelo Russell. I have a realistic shot at going and getting D'Angelo Russell. They had to have been somehow creative to free up that cap space and work out whatever move that they had mapped out. To make that deal happen. That has not been same old wolves and just the aggressiveness of on NBA free agency day to be out there and going after one of the top tier free agents who was looking for a max contract. Yeah, that was not same old wolves. This was very different. The end result might have been same old wolves, but the process
5: was very different. I'm with you that this wasn't same old wolves because same old wolves aren't in that conversation. They're not attracting big name free agents which D'Angelo Russell clearly was. I do think that this wolves regime a little bit had to pay for the sins of the same old wolves and that's part of the reason why this turned out the way that it did. But I don't think it's fair to Gerson Rosas and the new regime to call this the same old wolves because they didn't get it done. Does it hurt that they didn't get it done? Of course. And could they pay for this in the future? Absolutely. This could be a day that we look back on as a really bad day in wolves history, but I don't think that you just attribute it to same old wolves. I think that it took a lot of creativity just to get in the room with him. Right. And after that, it didn't go as well as, as you would have hoped but it's not same old wolves that's not why that this didn't get done
0: okay since we're making Judd had the analogy of, of like the little kid in kindergarten I got a I got, I got a new best friend I have a movie analogy
5: okay you guys ever seen... Oh, we hang on we do have a little bit of a trade involving Minnesota as this is coming across from Woj oh, right now wo- 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 on a wo-
0: no no don't say anything hold on a second please wait wait. A, wait a second is this is this does this fall under breaking news or reckless speculation uh, breaking news okay coach man we can make that happen
5: So according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, Golden State is moving Shabazz Napier and Travion Graham and Cash onto Minnesota. Oh,
0: for God's sake. Are you bleeping kidding me?
5: Napier and Graham are part of the (laughs) D'Angelo Russell sign-in trade. What?
0: (laughs) Of course. So they're
5: in on the D'Angelo Russell deal. Are they helping them get D'Angelo Russell?
0: Is that what just happened here?
5: Kind of. What did the woman get out of this? Are the ugly
0: chick here? Cash, Shabazz is that Napier, us? and
5: Travion Graham. Is
0: that us? How do you okay? When the Warriors come back to you and say, "Hey, uh, I know we just stole your prom date, not but right. uh, hey, uh, like her little sister needs to be babysat for the night. Do you want to yeah. just like hang out in the corner and uh, babysit?" I guess. It's I like mean, they got in peak. on
5: the D'Angelo Russell trade. Okay. What? No, explain it. This is not. I, I'm <laughs> trying to think. To
0: explain. <laughs> This is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> no, of course not. There, it's the wolves. There was another trade. I'm trying to figure out which one it was. It might have been the wolves. It might have was it the Carmelo trade to New York? There's there's been a trade or two in in Wolves history where they were rumored to be like in on a star, or there was, r- was rumors there was rumors of getting a superstar to come play for the Timberwolves and KG. And they wind up with like as like the third team to make it work and facilitate for the team that actually gets the superstar. Of course, the Wolves are the third team to facilitate. So us. when I put this on our website, Ridiculous. should I
5: throw Wolves involved in D'Angelo Russell trade yeah. as the
0: headline? Absolutely. <laughs> Get those clicks. You want to maximize clicks? <laughs> yes, you should. Okay, here's my dumb movie analogy. Have you guys ever seen uh, Can't Buy Me Love? That yeah. '80s movie with oh, yeah. Patrick Dempsey. I have not actually. They remade it with Nick Cannon like 15 <laughs> years ago and Christine Did they really? Yeah,
2: I saw the original.
0: Where this dude. He's super dweeby, geeky guy and wants to be really cool. Mm -hmm. And so instead of going through all the processes and the steps to become cool, he decides, I'm going to pay a gal $1,000 to just like the popular gal is going to be my girlfriend for three months. I'm going to pay her $1,000 and just become cool overnight. That's what this felt like to me. The Wolves, all of a sudden, it's like, wait, the Wolves are just like the front runners over LA and everybody else to land D'Angelo Russell. He just wants to play here after... Mostly 30 years of misery and disaster? Well, I mean, it looks like too he good was...
4: to be true. Did they bribe D'Angelo Russell to pretend to be interested?
0: I don't know about that part of it. Okay. It looks like he was... They definitely were Patrick Dempsey in this occasion. Out of options, yeah. for the most Ornick part,
5: Like, it looks like... And, and the Wolves were at the top of his list heading into free agency, but it wasn't as if he had a lot of options, because he was the, the third or fourth choice with the Lakers because of Kawhi and Jimmy Butler and all these other people that have signed elsewhere, but it wasn't like he was their top priority. Why didn't we hear about the Warriors till five minutes before this whole thing went down? Because they just kind of swooped in. I mean, because it's the Warriors, man. They're smart. I don't have a good answer for that. They just kind of swooped in. It's perfect. Shabazz Napier. Was it that? Because they didn't. Can I? That thought
4: didn't just occur to them at that moment. Hey, let's go and get DeAngelo Russell. That had to be something that they had in the works. Is was it just the best kept secret ever? It's just they, stealth, man. Yeah. Are they? Are they that airtight that there are absolutely zero leaks on NBA free agency day? Don't when call, there are leaks. Guess what?
2: Don't Everywhere. call Woj doesn't get out. That's Don't amazing. call Shams, doesn't get out. That's amazing. Here's the saddest thing. Here's here's my here's the most pathetic thing for me personally. I turned on the TV at 5 p.m. last night and it was great, right? But here's what's really pathetic. I felt that it was great fun just because the wolves were involved. Mm-hmm. Like The fact that I had a feeling about, and and it wasn't Lakers, you know, take your pick, Lakers, Warriors, that the Wolves were actually involved, I felt basketball alive. (laughs) And how often have we been able to feel, which is why the Butler trade was so much fun. It was just good to feel feelings? Yes. To feel alive. To feel alive. To feel back. To be like, oh my goodness, they're talking about the Timberwolves on ESPN. So the
5: bright side for the Wolves here is that Shabazz Napier was LeBron James' favorite player in the 2014 NBA draft. You guys remember that? That's about all that we have for his career. Dude.
0: This Trevion Graham guy, by the way. Feels so Trevion disgusting. Graham. This he tried, dude shot 29% from three-point range and still chucked four per game. So if you're Let wondering out, if Phil. the Wolves have... Let it out. If, if the Wolves were looking to acquire uh, like a shooting guard wing player with no shooting <laughs> self awareness, basically Andrew Wiggins Light, uh, that, like that, <laughs> These this, two. Is, this is their move. Look at Robbie. Trevion Graham. Robbie's what, like,
4: can I go back to the Bucs? What is this? What, was, what is even the point of all this? They needed warm bodies.
5: They're,
0: they're they literally putting warm bodies. I'd rather put two mannequins on the bench than the two dudes they acquired <laughs> as collateral damage in this trade. This is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I can't even process
1: this. Shabazz
0: Napier.
2: Welcome to the Timberwolves.
0: Hey, you know what? At least the Timberwolves now have like the only two Shabazzes in NBA history. You just
4: gave the girl you had a crush on a ride to her boyfriend's house. That's what you just did. That's what the Wolves just did. That's true. Because you have hope for the future. Yeah. That's what it is. Maybe I'm driving her there to break up with him.
2: <laughs> that's, that's what no. you're thinking. And she goes in, inside, slams the door, the lights you just go out. The lights go and and she doesn't come back right. out. Right. Yeah, yes. I don't
5: think that's what's going on inside the no. house
2: in Golden State. And you start you honk, that's it. <laughs> I would you know
0: what? You put your head down and leave. Out of self-respect and self preservation. Oh
2: my
4: god!
0: I say no when they bo- when those teams approach me and say, "Hey, listen, uh, <laughs> no. yeah, in order for this to like work out financially, I know this is kind of awkward, but Go we need someone to yourself. take Shabazz Napier. Yeah, I'm with your hands. you on
2: this. I, I don't do no, it. Either. send
0: him to the Bulls. I don't care. Send him to Charlotte.
5: They're so, tanking. So part of this is these two contracts are non guaranteed. So it is a little bit of money monetary relief, but still, I don't know that it's enough to to
0: be worth doing this. Trivion Graham. Alrighty then, It's good. Yeah, he went to VCU. Havoc. Oh, he's gonna wreak havoc. Okay, now this oh, is. Oh yeah, I'm a, this is I'm a VCU old. guy. <laughs> Full court press. Hey, can't shoot. That's right.
2: Yeah. You have purple glasses, too. This is same old
4: wolves. I was saying before what they did on, on yeah. free agency day was not same old wolves. This, this was this the same
5: could old help wolf. to this... free up some money and make things better
0: Thanks, in the Danny, future. Thanks, Danny. You can stop me. right okay. now. Okay, so Danny, Danny, what for for <laughs> depressed wolves fans today? What can they do in the short and long term besides Shabazz Napier being added as the I hope backup that, to the backup point guard? I hope that Jarrett Culver develops into
5: someone that's worthy of being the number six overall pick. Okay, so pray. So so pray Pray. is number one. Potential long shot, you don't know. Hope and pray. Yes, hope and pray, wing and a prayer. Okay. This all becomes a little bit easier next summer because Gorgie Jank's contract is one year shorter. Andrew Wiggins' contract is one year shorter. So pray and wait are the first Pray and wait. Waiting is a really good one, but that's kind of where you're at. They had one bullet to fire this offseason, and it didn't hit. There's no other way I see right now where they can grab a star before next season unless something drastic and unexpected happens, which it has before. I don't forecast it to now. What does this mean to Cat, too, do you think? The clock starts ticking now. He, because that, that becomes your that's his, yes, the that problem. your number one priority is keeping Carl Anthony Towns happy and recruiting right. recruiting D'Angelo Russell does that. We saw from Doogie that Ricky Rubio was Plan B that would have kept Carl happy. I don't think it would have been very smart, but it would have kept Carl happy, right? And and yeah, okay. that is goal number one of this organization is to win as many basketball games as possible, whether that's this year, in two years, in three years, whatever. That's goal number one. Goal number two is to make Carl Anthony Towns as happy of a human being mm-hmm. as you possibly
0: can. So so uh, pray, hope, wait, and uh, pray and hope and wait some more. Basically, yeah, are the three things right there? The Wolves cool, theme man. song, right? there. their then. fight song, right there. And make Kat pray,
2: happy. hope, and wait. We're the Timberwolves today. <laughs> that's the fight song. That's their fight song. Yeah,
0: um, I, I've seen Bradley Beal's name tossed around as a guy who might be moved in the next twelve months. I mean, but that's really what you're doing. You're not you're not going to be freeing up. And, and and think about this: all the teams that freed up money. Like, the Knicks freed up a bunch of money. The Clippers <laughs> freed up a bunch of money. They're
5: going to wind well, up with nothing. Well, the Knicks nothing. also
0: just gave $21 million to Julius Randle. <laughs> yeah. That's what the Lakers did a few years ago when they whiffed on the fray. The Knicks are unbelievable. So even if you do free up a bunch of money at some point in the next couple summers, mm-hmm. the fact that teams like the Clippers and heritage franchises like the Knicks, and you could say, well, yeah, but they're dysfunctional. Okay, Okay, will look in the mirror. Look oh, at yeah. the Timberwolves the last 30 years. Yeah. Um, cap space guarantees you nothing. Trades are your best path unless you get lucky in the draft. If Culver turns into a second superstar, mm-hmm. but that might not happen for two or three more years, changes the, at trajectory. the edge of the cat contract. So, other than that, things are great today. Uh,
5: both Napier and up. Graham, their contracts become guaranteed on July 10th if they have not been cut by then. So, we'll know if they'll if they're a part of the team next season in uh in nine days.
2: Have fun, Danny. It's your club, it's gonna be a blast, man. Availability
4: availability tonight?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I,
4: I don't know. Rami, are you okay? I don't even know what just happened,
0: man.
2: We warned you this was coming. Yeah. We just didn't you, know in what form. He, he,
0: here's what happened. You uh, you thought you were going to be getting married to Kate Upton, uh-huh. and you wound up with like that trolley guy from Gremlins. <laughs> That's what happened. Sorry, Shabazz Napier. You're a good-looking guy, but from a basketball perspective... <laughs> the disgust on your face right now, were just,
4: The highs were so high, the, as far as the hopes and the expectations, and now yeah. the, the lows are so low. One,
0: one more thing, too. Just like following this on NBA Twitter last night, and why I was watching the six-hour jump special on ESPN, Rachel Nichols was incredible with 100 different co-hosts last night. And it's amazing how fast it went from, oh, my God, the Wolves, it's the Wolves race to lose. They've got this thing in the bag, and all of a sudden, Shams comes out and says, Oh, the Warriors are in the mix was kind of his and then literally three minutes later, done deal. Watch yeah. bomb, Shams. That's
5: what I'm saying. Like we didn't even hear, there wasn't even a whisper of this until just before it happened. Because their focus was keeping Kevin Durant. And this was a, a quick pivot move for them. Mm-hmm. Their their focus, of, of but, course, it's not going to leak that, oh, the Warriors are interested in D'Angelo Russell. No, the Warriors were interested in Kevin Durant. That's who they were interested in. And then they lost out. And then they said, you know what, maybe we can try and salvage this a little bit. Let's get on the phone. Kevin Durant's going to Brooklyn. Brooklyn's losing a star. Maybe we can get him. That's what it was.
0: I'm just I'm shocked. This get is used amazing. to it, Rob. Shabazz Napier. Get, get used <laughs> to Shabazz it. Adapt. Napier. Adapt. Adjust. The the, the wolves. It's wind your up future with here. Trevion Graham and Shabazz Napier and, and don't some know. cash. It could, be, it could be great. Some cash. Wonder how much cash. <laughs> Enough to get a nice steak. <laughs> oh, think good in, God. Manny's, Murray's, maybe. What do you think? In all seriousness, actually,
2: actually, do you know who, who's g- going to get this cash ultimately? I bet. Andrew Wiggins. No, oh. Tibbs. Oh, think yeah. of what yeah. Tibbs is. owed. Yeah. everything that they get can go to the Tibbs slush fund. I'm not true. joking. No, it's you're probably right. slush
3: fund. You're probably. And right.
2: he's going to say large baked potato. What do you think? Medium rare.
5: What do you think was going through the head of whoever works at Bleacher Report sending out push notifications that just sent out the T Wolves get Shabazz Napier as a headline? What do you what do you think
2: he was processing? I think I saw it with as Phil he
0: put that into his computer
2: as Phil was trying to go through the mental gymnastics of what this trade means or doesn't mean
0: Baz Napier. Um, I had another question, but now I'm just like I don't even want to do the show. We're anymore. all
2: so stunned. I don't even want to do the show.
0: Anymore. Not. Let's make this very no, clear. No, I think
5: you're stunned. You expected this, Judd, and Phil is I'm depressed. Just, I'm just sad right yeah, now.
2: Phil's sad. Phil's <laughs> sad. I'm not stunned. Tommy
5: stunned. Judd is like I this like, is the norm. This exactly. This,
4: this seems like the first time Judd, like basketball wise, Wolves wise, has been alive in, in I forever. Feel alive. Like you're finally feeling feelings. You became a basketball sociopath for a while. Tommy,
2: I was there. You were like the Dexter
4: of, of, of Wolves fans. <laughs> upper deck, upper deck, right field, no Metrodome, November
2: '89. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan and the Bulls Ugh. on the court. First home game, they were ants, but I thought to myself, the NBA is finally here. This is going to be a rich tradition. And he took his future wife. And I, yes, I took my future wife, and she said, This bores me. <laughs> and I should have said, You're right, let's get out now. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the dome.
0: <laughs> well, Danny, thanks for coming in. <laughs> uh, my pleasure. Nice breaking news. Explain all this to us, man. If you want if you want more from Danny Cunningham, you can follow him on oh. Twitter at realdcunningham.com. Find them on Raised by Wolves and on Cluster Fun every day. All those things are at scorenorth.com. And uh, you know what? If you guys, we're going to talk about the other snubby thing that happened this weekend involving the Minnesota Twins. But if you want to watch Wolves basketball on a TV, I don't even know why you would at this point, but if you want to watch Shabazz Napier, (laughs) yeah, sitting on the bench in a nice suit next to Trevion Graham breaking threes from, you know, the elbow extended. (laughs) TCL is America's fastest-growing TV brand. Nothing looks better in high definition than uh, D'Angelo Russell in a Warriors uniform. First visit to the Target Center. Crystal clear 4K picture quality. The newest TCL Roku TV models are some of the hottest TVs on the market. And uh, unfortunately, there's no more hot free agents on the market. So, the Wolves got that going for them. But you can get access to over 500,000 TV show episodes and movies on 5,000-plus streaming channels. And uh, that's how many... 5,000-plus, that's how many losses the Wolves are going to rack up next year without D'Angelo Russell. But TCL is the TV you can watch all those losses on. TCLUSA.com and any major local retailer in the Twin Cities. Mackie and Jubb with Rami.
1: Jonathan here with the Score North download. This Score North download brought to you by the 3M Opened. Jorge Polanco... Jake Odorizzi. Those are the only two All-Stars on the Twins roster somehow. Meanwhile, the Indians and White Sox each have three players on the All-Star rosters. Those are teams 8 and 13 games behind the Twins in the AL Central. So let's hear your thoughts on the All-Star selection process and why more Twins weren't selected. You can hit us up at Twitter, at ScoreNorth on Twitter. That's been your ScoreNorth download. Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, and the best of the PGA Tour are in action at the 3M Open July 2nd through the 7th at TPC Twin Cities. The 3M Open welcomes the Zach Brown Band to celebrate the inaugural PGA Tour Tournament in Blaine. Go to 3MOpen.com to purchase tickets and for more information. Now, back to Mackie and Judd with Rami.
0: Thank you, Jonathan. All right, I would be a giant hypocrite if I jumped on a microphone and ranted and raved about the Twins only getting two All-Stars when I couldn't care less about the Major League Baseball All-Star game, which isn't really an All-Star game if you're pulling one player from every team. It's not a true All-Star game if you if you mandate that crappy teams send anonymous players. Like the fact that the Orioles... That's a fair point. The Orioles, correct me if I'm wrong, but they only have one, right? Because they're so bad. And yes. his his name, have you guys ever heard of this no, guy? Not oh, John till, Means. Not till today, No. John Means is an yeah. all-star. Don't tell no. me
2: you haven't heard of John Means. I hadn't heard of John Means until uh, Twins, our twin show this afternoon. Old John Fireball Means? Oh, Are you kidding me? Old
0: Whirly Dervish? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Old give Him Der- the hook Means? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, more like Meatball Means. <laughs> like John Means. You can't put a guy... Here, here's a rule of thumb, and the twins should have more than two all-stars, and I want your guys' thoughts on this, but you can't put a guy on an all-star team that you would never consider using unless the game went 14 innings. That's my rule of thumb. Like, Do away with this whole... What are his numbers? I haven't even looked at his numbers. They're not bad. They're not bad. He has a 2.50 ERA. He's He's been uh, a starter and a reliever this season. Not really a strikeout guy. He's one of the more pitch-to-contact-y type pitchers in baseball. How did this not get... But he's just a
2: guy. How did this not get fixed after... Mark Redmond represented the Royals in the All Star Game circa ninety nine or something like that. How did we not fix this problem? I mean, it was hilarious when Mark Redmond represented, right? But it was also was it, it was Royals also, or the Marlins. It also should have been the final straw as far as oh, you know what? There's a lot of crappy teams, and those crappy teams shouldn't have players taking places of guys who are legit All Stars from good teams. This is it's just I'm offended as a baseball fan. So forget the Twins. And I don't even know what it accomplishes to have one player from each team. Well, I think in the old days, when people gathered around the old television in their living rooms, right, it it was like, well, you know, Jimmy, come in and watch the All-Star Game, because our Milwaukee Brewer is in this game. But, you know, does some 22-year-old kid with an iPad who might watch the game care now? If you're an Orioles fan, you've checked
4: out. You're not watching the All-Star Game because Natron Means is pitching. Datron
0: means it right? is Natrod okay. means yeah. Right. yeah yeah he's sure. working on that all
2: right. <laughs> he's a big guy still <laughs> let me tell you
0: he still has a knuckleball now uh, oh, it was it, Mark Redman the example Judd brought up was a Royals all star in 2006 okay I was off. so I, I'll never forget I don't remember the order in which the players popped up but they're going down the line and Fox has the cameras you know how they do the awkward introduction of each player and it's a close up on their head and they have to tip their cap or mm-hmm. take their cap off yeah. And so the American League roster, they're going up and down the line. And it's Joe Mauer, multi-time batting champion. And it's Jim Tomey, Hall of Fame slugger. And Miguel Tejada, Roy Halladay, legendary pitcher, right? Mariano Rivera, tip your cap. <laughs> Young flamethrower Francisco Liriano. Johan Santana. All these just amazing players. And then they get to Mark Redmond. And he's got like a f- no joke, a five and a half ERA. But the Royals, the Royals were so bad that yes. And he was just kind of, kind of sheepishly, like you know, pinches his lips and just like touches the brim of his cap. and Couldn't get out of the shot fast enough. Man, how
2: do you not fix it? Well, why don't you
4: fix it? It's because, because you're Major League Baseball and you're Rob Manfred. You don't fix anything. But this was Bud. Except things that don't Bud's need people to be fixed. Fi- Bud people could
0: have fixed. Bud could have fixed this. Well, the reason why they do it, I think, and you might have brought this up, is. Everything is based on—baseball it's is a regionalized sport, right? So it's not like the NFL where everyone knows who everyone's quarterback is. In baseball, you know who your players are, and you know who some of the national players are. And so they're trying to draw audience from each market, so I get the strategy behind it. But I think you have to draw a line somewhere. Maybe you should strongly suggest that the Orioles get a player, but then it's like, what? But do people really care still? Larry Means? If,
2: If you're in Baltimore, do you care? Your team's awful. At this point in time, I think you're taking a pass on baseball. And and this means guy, potentially pitching, is not going to make me say, if I'm an Orioles fan, oh, you know what, tonight, July 9th, i got to make time to watch what's going on at Progressive Field in Cleveland. Honey, don't make any plans tonight. Yeah, we're not doing the movie tonight because the All-Star Game's on, and Meansy is pitching. Somebody somebody
4: named Means is pitching tonight. (laughs) Don't make any plans,
0: honey, all right? We're staying in. Watching the All-Star Game. Yep, On the big screen. Well, the guy that got in, the outfielder for Tampa Bay, Austin Meadows. He's been good. This is his first season with Tampa, first Mm -hmm. full season with Tampa. He got traded from Pittsburgh last year. So he has 12 home runs. Uh, pretty similar, like OPS numbers to Max Kepler and Eddie Rosario. But when it comes to, and I, I'm sure there's five other players you can make a case for here. But everyone's focusing on Max Kepler. I actually think Eddie Rosario is the biggest snub here. They both have they both have 20 bombs. Eddie Rosario is one of the most fun. He he truly defines star. Right, he's flashy. He's fun. Right, rocket arm in the outfield makes spectacular plays. He's one of the most exciting players in baseball to watch. He hits home runs to all fields. So. I think if you're going for all-star game and who are you trying to reward and who are the star caliber players, to me, Eddie Rosario is the bigger snub than Max Kepler.
4: But there were so many snubs. I mean, I don't think we have to keep it to those two guys. There there were four or five guys on this team who had legitimate all... Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton is top 15 in war in the American League. Not among outfielders. He's top 15 in war in the American
2: League. there's There's no way on God's green earth that uh three players from Cleveland and the White Sox the White Sox made this thing and two twins like just make it right it's not that hard like why are three White Sox going y-
0: you don't need to and and what's why is Mitch like Mitch Garver's another one yeah like what is it a plate appearance thing for Mitch Garver well here's the problem though so
2: so what what happened on Sunday was not a fan issue it's the players vote and why players vote i don't know players don't care Players are the most unreliable. Players enjoy the game for themselves and they watch their team. But if I ask you and, and you play for for the Twins, hey, how about how about the most you know the three most de- deserving A's? You could probably tell me one. You can't tell me three. So why don't we have a process here that that gives it to the media or or the league itself? As Perk said, why are the players who are unreliable as can possibly be? deciding this
0: yeah it's I don't, I don't know it's just fixable but player i mean players know it's players aren't oblivious i just think too many are i just think, I think too many are you're stretching these rosters so that you've got to appease the rays you got to yeah. appease the orioles i guess that too all right well like who obviously jose barrios is a better pitcher than john means it's not even close are you sure of that
2: and well i hadn't heard of john means till today i'm are you sure of that
0: it's a good question. I, I guess I've never seen John Means. Pitch, time to look so at some Meansy tape. Hold I on I've never a second, heard boys. of John Means until I'm yesterday. going
2: to YouTube. See if I can find some Meansy.
0: Go break it down. Um, But because, well, the Orioles need somebody. Sorry, Jose Barrios. Yeah. Flame-throwing Jose Barrios. Yep. so uh, ridiculous. You don't get your shot. We got some calls on this if you guys want to. 651-646-8255. Dave in Minneapolis. You're on with Mackie and Judd and Rami. Hey,
3: good afternoon. Um, I was going to say that in the era of cybermetrics it's kind of interesting to me that they don't apply that um, to the actual all-star roster instead of um, basing it on just fan, you know, interest or, you know, whatever people are going to choose that way. If you did the cyber metrics, you pick the top five people on some, you know, you could be defensive, offensive, some system you could create and then have people choose the starters from there. You'd have the best players out there instead of a guy like Aaron Judge who, he might be one of the best players but he hasn't played this year.
0: See, I actually disagree with that shocking because I'm the I'm the stat geek of the show. I dumb question real quick. Aaron mm-hmm. is Aaron Judge did he made the All-Star game? No. I don't think he did. He did not cuz he hasn't been playing. But he was one of the mm-hmm. final one of the people on the final ballot. Right. But I would rather see Aaron Judge even though he's played 5 minutes this season I'd rather he I'd rather see him in an All-Star game than Austin Meadows. I don't need to see Austin Meadows in an All-Star game. But I know that Aaron Judge is a superstar. So I think there does need to be some star caliber. People were always mad at the end of Jeter's career. Derek Jeter's not the best shortstop. I don't, he's Derek Jeter. I don't need to see some, some random dude. Like, sorry, Whit Merrifield. <laughs> like, I don't need to see right, some but, middle
2: infielder from... But that's that's why you, you tell each team you're not going to get a player. Exactly for that. So if you, Betts is going to play or Judge, it, it might not be ideal But they're star players, and I don't need to see anybody from Baltimore this year. I don't need to see a guy from Kansas City. I sure as hell don't need to see three White Sox. Do you?
4: No, and when you're taking up roster spots for both accounting for every team in Major League Baseball and based on track record and legacy more than what you're doing this year, you end up with what the Twins have, which is, what, six guys with a legitimate case that they were snubbed for an All-Star game because you're eating up roster spots based on we need to get somebody from every team and we got to get Mookie Betts in because he won the MVP last year. Or And you're right, it makes sense. This game is strictly for entertainment purposes, so why not get the biggest names and most entertaining players out there? But you can't have both. You can't have every team represented and we're putting guys in based on legacy and history. Yeah. Like,
0: sorry, Dan Vogelbach. I don't need beer league. Now stop! Uh-uh, stop hey. right!
2: Stop right there. He's got the greatest body in baseball. He's, <laughs> he's an all star.
0: He's in Asia.
2: It's me. He's me. Basically, I yeah. love that man.
0: Uh, let's take uh, Michael and Egan. You're on with Mackie and Judd Rami. We're also talking Wolves <laughs> disappointment too.
3: Oh yeah, uh, how are you guys doing?
0: We're depressed. Been better. Judd's laughing yeah, yeah, at us.
3: Too. <laughs> yeah, me too um honestly i love the analogy with the um the fox chasing whatever the squirrel and the eagle comes in but uh to be honest i think we're we're actually the fo- the fox and we get picked up by the uh the eagle not the uh the squirrel i think <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a little bit more accurate it's 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 we just get taken down it's, so you thought you were exactly. the
4: hunter and it turns out you were the hunted all along it,
3: exactly no um but i think i think we would have a field day uh doing all these analogies about being a sports uh minnesota sports fan but i i look at it as this it's like It's like finally getting the really hot girl to go on a date with you, um, and everything's going well, and you go in for a kiss, thinking you know, hey, everything's going great, and you end up getting kicked in the nuts. Um, And that's you get it; it happens all the time, and you always forget to wear you know a nut cup or protection. And that's what being a Minnesota sports fan is all about.
0: Yeah, there's that. That's a great call from Michael. There's always that you have to have the key element of for sure getting kicked in the midsection, Mm -hmm. and also you have to have the thing that you never saw coming, the interception rolling out to the right, the yep. first missed kick of the season, right? It's got to be and some you kick hook. yourself
2: and say, I should have known.
0: Yep, the 27-yarder. It's a chip shot, right? Yep. How could he ever miss this? Golden State just lurking.
2: Just lurking the whole time. And and the worst part was, we all said, oh man, the Nets are doing everything that we need to have for for D'Angelo Russell to become a Timberwolf, Right. All the moves are going perfectly. And ultimately, the fact that Durant went to them was why they are going to acquire him. The only thing I I thought might
4: happen, I was sitting there going, okay, if the Lakers don't get Kawhi, maybe they make a play to get D'Angelo Russell back. That was the only thing that I saw getting in the way of the Wolves getting D'Angelo Russell. And then, here come the Warriors, out of nowhere. RKO, you're on the mat. You didn't even see it coming. It's over. (laughs) It's
0: over. We'll teach that what an RKO out of nowhere is during uh, the I'm going to leave event. before right. you
2: guys can teach me that. I don't right. want, want to hear it.
0: Cram session is coming up next on Mackie and Judd with Rami. Federated Mutual Insurance Company. You know what? If you're, uh, if you're a business owner, listen up. There's a business owner down on First Avenue sitting inside uh, Mayo Clinic Square that might need, some, might need some free agency insurance. I'm not sure if Federated can, can help with that, but they can help with a lot of other types of businesses. Because Federated has over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. They're not just a policy. You know, Insurance is a necessity for your business, and so you want more than just the bare minimum, more than just a policy. You want a face-to-face relationship, and you want expertise that can help you in many different areas. And that's why it helps tremendously to have Federated Mutual Insurance Company by your side, giving you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running said business. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your federated marketing representative. And don't forget, Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours.